Hello. 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 John, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even gonna pick up on Audacity? Uh, yeah, I, I, ch I changed sources in Audacity, so it's going through the voice changer now. Oh my god. So, fucking, fucking menace. Yeah, John is a soundboard. Welcome, now. To, <laughs> welcome to the first episode of Homestuck Podcast where I have a soundboard. So I can just, I can just uh, do dumb shit, like open a door. <laughs> and I can close that same door. It's great. Oh my god. Well, okay, well, so, I guess that means our production value has spiked dramatically. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I did pay $20 for this voice changer when I bought it, so I guess we can list that as a, as an expense, even though I bought it before we started the podcast. We need to come up with some, with some good stuff to put on there, uh, some Homestuck pertinent sound effects, but I don't know what there, there would be. Well, uh, could put, like, could put, uh, I don't want to suggest, but you could put, like, the opening of Carcalicious on there, and I think that would be a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> put the entirety of Carcalicious on it. God. Don't. No. no. I, mean, I mean, it it does take, like, uh, sound files that are any length. So, I could do the entirety of Carcalicious. So you're going to jump scare me with that sometime, probably soon, whenever we start recording, I imagine. Yes. <laughs> It was my idea. <laughs> All right. Um. So, but soundboard aside, how are you? How how are you doing? Anything going on? Um. I'm I'm mostly just getting ready for school. Uh, cause I I've been talking about it in the past few episodes, but classes for me start on Tuesday, <laughs> which is what day is it? Like today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. So, two days from now. So the twenty fifth of August. Yeah. And Lord. of course we're we're online for right now. I think I mentioned that in the past, but but man, I don't want to go to classes at all during mm. an epidemic. <laughs> yeah, you're you're doing like the worst of both worlds thing, right? Where they bring all the college kids to campus to give each other COVID, and yes. then so and you and you have the online classes which suck and don't and are and are bad for teaching you anything. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be online until September eighth, and then we're gonna have physical classes. Well, the 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 average student is gonna have physical classes on campus. All of my professors, since we're since we're computer science, have already been like, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna stay online for the entire year." Well, that's good for you. Yeah, that uh... is good for me. But but for everyone else on campus, poor it poor them. It really rocks that they're like, "Yeah, I'm sure this whole thing will have cleared up in two weeks." Yeah. <laughs> It's it's weird because I, I I still have to go through like all the normal like you have to do this before school starts and it, it just feels about your marijuana course yes I'm that was my segue in into my marijuana course um every every year uh during during the summer right before right before classes start you're you're supposed to do these like thirty to forty minute long programs where they just feed you this these videos and you have to like answer questions on them and you have to get like an eighty five percent or more to be counted as having finished the program. And if you don't I'm finish nodding the, because I remember these. Yeah. And if you don't finish the program, you're you're not allowed to start classes. So mm -hmm. I, I, I was getting them out of the way today and you know you know, some of them make sense. Cause like a lot of them are like the, they're about like sexual harassment and like 
preventing sexual assault and stuff like that. Yeah. But this year there was a fucking weed one. And I remember in in the past few years there 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 have been weed aspects in like substance abuse ones, but there wasn't mm-hmm. like a general substance abuse program. It was just about weed. And it was it was so weird. The deadliest of substances. Yeah, it it was so weird. I I live in South Carolina, which is never gonna legalize marijuana in any form or fashion ever. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but the program was like it was being so preachy about the fact that like weed is becoming legal, and it was being it was being all we're gonna tell you these facts about weed because they're scientific and they're fact and you need to know them. But we're not telling you not to smoke weed. That's not up to us. That's up to you. <laughs> <sighs> and it the, the people that they interviewed were like college students and it was obviously like that they picked people who were like apprehensive about smoking weed <laughs> and it was very dumb and felt like a waste of 40 minutes <sighs> yeah i never had th- i had those courses when i went to school um the funny thing about the courses that i remember was that uh, I went to Temple University in Philadelphia, um, which is, a, by all accounts, a decent school. Um, has a homesick connection because Andrew Hussey graduated from computer science there. Uh, but Temple always did this thing where they would, um, like, pretend that they were, n- like, alcohol wasn't a big thing there because technically all partying occurred uh, off campus. Yeah. And so they could say that they were a very, a, a very dry campus. Still not true, um, but so they also had, like, the preachy courses that were, like, I won't give it, say they were entirely preachy, because a lot of, some of the alcohol ones were actually, like, useful, like, learning, like, the different ratios of alcohol content and different drinks, and, like, hey, if you go to a frat party, don't drink the fruit punch, uh, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we never had a weed one, and I, I guess that either has to do with that being a relatively new thing. Because uh, Republicans are getting more—I uh, don't know what the word, uh, adjective would be—more uh, assholes about weed yeah. um, because it's coming legal more places, or just because Philadelphia is decriminalized. So the worst you can get hit with a—if you get caught with weed uh, in like any re- reasonable amount—the worst you can get hit with is like a fine for twenty bucks. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Any and any uh potential college students, half of what Temple if if you're in the Philadelphia area, hat well one, don't go to Temple if you're outside of Pennsylvania, because their out of state tuition is bullshit. Um but if you're going to Temple, it's a it's a nice school, but everything they say to you about alcohol and drugs is a lie. Just just know that. Um <laughs> that's that's what I should be able. Also don't go to college, it's a scam. Yeah. Not worth it. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. My unironic take on college is that it's it's best for getting a job. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the job that I landed out of college, I am using about 15% of what I learned in school uh, and to be generous. Uh, but the best thing that college did for me was, like, get me the resources to get that job. Yeah. So, find a job uh, if... If you need a college degree in your field to get a job, then, like, go get a college degree. Uh, but if... Uh, it, you should evaluate uh, whether you really need a college degree before you um, 
before you just decide to get go to college because fuck it. Yeah. That's my college spiel. That that um, that is your post high school advice from a Homestuck podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck it. Go to trade school. Just do, do do whatever. You don't have to go to college. Your parents aren't God. Yeah. They they're lying to you. Um. Anyway. Uh. That was a pretty healthy couple minutes of banter. So, do you want to get into the reading? Let, let let's do that. Let's 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 um let's open up this reading. <laughs> this has to stop. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 Where? Okay. So we we are now starting Act Five, Act Two, which is like one of the most. It is the longest single act in the comic, and it is many people's favorite. Um, it's, I think I previously said my favorite was Act 4, um, but this would probably be a close second. A lot of stuff happens in Act 5, Act 2, it's really cool, uh, the trolls and the kids coming together is awesome, um, it's, it's neat. Yes. And it has, uh, the most, the end of Act 5 probably made the most impact on the internet that Homestuck has ever done. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so, so let's get into it. Um, so the opening flash, uh, pretty awesome. I, I, I immediately got distracted because I had the, the YouTube embed open on my Chrome window and I paused it, uh, before we started recording. And one of the, um, one of the little more videos thing that's popped up is like an Aradin AMV. <laughs> um, so I'm closing the more videos thing and I'm going to focus. Uh, so... S Act Five Act Two, um, very simple, very simple little flash, um, but I think that it integrates uh this the 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 troll story with the the kid story in a very very good way. Yeah. Um, so it it, it we see th- from Carcat's perspective, him op- he figures out how to open up his viewport, and it it starts tracking John's life from. The day that he arrived on Earth, uh, all the way up through uh, where we left off, um, and Carcat uh, is it, as he watches John grow up, go through trials and tribulations, uh, start playing the game. Uh, he just gets angrier and angrier uh, because this is the the head of the dipshits who fucked everything up for his grub session. Um, and it all kind of starts to make sense, uh, when you zoom out at the end and Carcat has spades in his eyes. He is consumed by his hatred for John, just from what he has seen so far. Man. John Cat real? Question mark? Oh, uh, oh, big, big John Cat starter here, this was. Um... Yeah, I really, I really, really like this flash. The the song is just called Homestuck Anthem, which it's a really nice, like, um, kind of understated song that I think is perfect for if you want to label anything that. Yeah. Uh, it's a good choice. Um, I really like how it, like, ties up everything that we've seen so far in the plot, uh, with John's storyline. Yeah. Um, and the... I love that it give it gives context for the whole trolling campaign, uh, just at the start of it here. Yeah, and it it's a, it's a really good way to ease back in to to Act Four, 
because it's it's simultaneously picking up from uh the the kids being put on the meteors and being sent to earth and also the the end of the troll campaign so it's a it's a really nice way of like tying it together resuming to where we left off it's good as far as storytelling devices have gone i think this is one of the smoother transitions that hussy has done so far yeah big 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 fan thumbs up hussy <laughs> this is a good one um yeah so we'll get through that uh and then so carcat uh the narr- the narration says you finally found him um which which i guess immediately like is like okay uh you know he found the the kids but what it, it reads like to me is like jumping off of uh carcat's previous uh, lamenting about his lack of ability to find a kismesis, uh, in the memos, um, and how he just can't find anyone who can match him, and immediately what I, what I read from this is, like, wow, Karkat has found somebody, he's found somebody who he can really, really hate. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I picked up from it, too. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not super subtle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we see the first conversation between John and Karkat from Karkat's perspective, which is, of course, uh, one of the a very very late conversation from John's perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty good. The the most noticeable noticeable thing from from the the picture here is that John's wearing an outfit that we have not seen him wear before. Yes, it, this is clearly some future John that we have not yet been acquainted with. Yes. Uh, <laughs> nice pajamas, dork. But yeah, uh, Carcat really, really comes off strong here, um, in a way that is just hilariously rebuffed by John already knowing Carcat and being familiar with all of his mannerisms, and just having been trained for this moment by going through, literally having gone through every conversation that followed this already. Um, it, 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 I, I love, I love Carcat like just bouncing off at every, at every corner, um. And the, the 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 pivotal thing here is when um, Carcat starts like being vague about how much he hates John. Yeah. And Carcat and John immediately is like, "Is this like your Cosmesis thing?" <laughs> uh, it, which just completely gets Carcat stumbling. It's good. Um. I, in terms of like plot things, uh, one of the interesting lines that Karkat drops here is that this is like right bef- like moments before the eradication of your timeline. So like we're not gonna follow at this point in the timeline immediately, but like something's about to happen. Uh, where we're sitting here. Yeah. But yeah, um, I I love the interaction of uh, John already knowing about Black Rom and stuff, and Karkat's just fucking immediately tripped up by it yeah um we we have the the famous rejection line here uh where john says um i didn't i didn't know you had feelings like that but you know i'm not gay i'm not a homosexual classic Um, classic line (laughs) this is such a like old school line it's so funny to me um I, I, there are more fan, there are more, uh, gay fanfics incorporating John that quote this line than there are stars in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
so so many people use this line as a crutch for like here's why you can't ship john with boys and it's mm-hmm. so funny because people will die on that hill like bro they're, they're 13 <laughs> it it's it's funny um and, and i guess very quaint in 2020 yeah um Was oh the um it, it reminds me briefly of the uh like what we talked about before with the hussy form swing thing we agreed to forget about uh where he said like that there is some stigma in troll society about same sex attraction uh where like Carcat is like baffled that humans have a word for that yeah uh so I'm I'm gonna just assume that's one of those things that like hussy answered. He wrote this, forgot about, answered it, answered that question, forgot about it. Yeah, whatever. Probably. I I said last week I have to do form swing research, um, but I I neglected to do that. I was I was hoping but, you would come in this week with with form spring shit, but I guess I can. Wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna write down to myself that I have to do form spring research because uh, if I write things down, I don't forget them. Um, but that uh, I wonder how hard it's gonna be to track that down. It might be on the GitHub page that I've been using. Yeah, there are a lot of people who still, like, reference, like, reading Formspring stuff, so I'm sure it's up somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, okay. Um, 24, what else here? Um, I, it's also really funny to me about this, that the entire reason that Carcat uh, trolls John backwards is because he can't stop embarrassing himself. Yeah, and he he has to go back to when John doesn't know what he's gonna say next time. It's so good. Uh, it it I love it. Um, it's it's so funny. It's like John just already being friends with Carcat and just kind of taking this all in stride. It's a very good dynamic. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, the 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 hint of um, where it, toward the beginning, like when uh the Kisbees thing is brought up, um, they come out like. Uh, well, we're never gonna meet, so, like, it's a moot point anyway. Uh, we're in different universes. And then John just says at the end, see you soon. Yeah. And then logs off. I love it. It's good. But yeah, this this conversation really does a lot of good, like, setting up for the future. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the main thing that's going on here is John is about to go out on a plan that he, he formed with the trolls. And they're gonna scratch the session. For some reason, we have not had a full explanation yet, but that is the big, the big game plan. It's the only hope left, as as Carcat told him. Yeah, and the the thing is that because Carcat is trolling him backwards, um, this Carcat is like, okay, the scratch fucked everything up. Uh, we lost our game because of it. Uh, fuck you for doing it. Uh, but this John obviously has had the has been privy to every Carcat conversation previously, so. The, this Carcat is really behind on the plan at this point in the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving forward, uh, we have another memo. Um, this memo is a clusterfuck. Yeah! <laughs> um, and thankfully, I don't think that there's too much to really analyze seriously here. Uh, it, it, it's fun to read, but man, it's a, it's a night, it, these are nightmares to take notes on. I hope everybody appreciates all the work we're doing here. Yeah. The, so much going on. I think this, the, the, yeah, I don't think there's really anything to go over here. 
Besides the fact that uh, it was like Carcat's plan to troll the kids, but I think that may have been mentioned before. Um, I think it was, but yeah, it's a reminder that like it's Carcat's idea to troll them. Um, it, it makes it out to be like the whole trolling thing was uh like it started out as just Carcat being vindictive. Yeah. Um, unless I missed something. But yeah, every, all the other trolls are basically this is the stupidest thing ever. Uh, I I really like um, Arade just coming in for one line, uh, saying I will not be participating, and then logging out before she can be banned. It's really good. Um, Carcat, how many Carcat comes into this past? Carcat comes into this memo eight times to yell at everyone, which is the most Carcat thing in the universe. Yeah. Um. And then towards the end, they have this... Karkat and Terezi have this giant, sl embarrassing slap fight, uh, which prompts all their friends to be like, this is kind of cute, which is more uh, Karezi propaganda. I hate it. Um, I hate all the Karezi propaganda. <laughs> it... It, it I, I said last week that it's not that... Or the week before, that it's not... I don't think it's that bad at this point in the story. Um, but, like, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's the kind of thing in the story where you just kind of want to be like, resolve this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like just, just it, when when a story is doing this, like oh my god, get on with it. Um. Excuse me. Um. And then at the end, uh, future Teresi comes in and uh persuades her past self or in encourages her past self to actually take part in the trolling campaign because it'll be fun. Um, and, of course, we all know, we already know which trolls, uh, have been harassing the kids yeah. through Act 4, yeah. so, of course, Terezi would join in. And I love, uh, future Carcat coming in and saying I'm gonna be fucking sick after all this. But, yeah, clusterfuck of a memo, um, thankfully not a lot in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it's really I'm gonna count, I'm gonna count my blessings every time there's a memo that I don't, that we don't have to explain. Yeah. It's really just good for, like, character interactions. Yeah, I think I said a while ago that, like, I wish that this comic had group chats, and I just totally forgot about the memos, so there it is. Um, let's see. Boo -boo -boo. So, we go back to where we actually left off uh, at the end of Act 4, with John, uh flying back down to the Land of Wind and Shade on the little uh, rocket uh, skateboard. Um... At which point we get we have first contact. Oh boy. Uh <laughs> Vriska Vriska has noticed John. Um one, the the Vriska with arm, uh and eyes, so there's that. But yeah, um we, we have we officially have made first contact. Uh so John in his dreams still wandering the battlefield with the bunny. Uh, post the events of End of Act Four, um, he he rounds a hill. He he comes over a hill and he actually sees uh, Dad and Mom uh, across the way. Uh, both Dad and John are are delighted to see one another, and John is, John John leaps across uh, the divide to into in, to to jump into the arms of his loving father. Uh, at which point, Vriska decides to ruin the most emotional moment the Egret family has ever had, and forcibly wake John up 
uh, making his dream self go poof. Pain. Heartbreaking. I, I just want John and Dad to hug so fucking bad. <laughs> I had forgotten about this part, and I was so sad when Vriska had to ruin it. Um. Also, I th this this calls back to uh, I think way 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 back when Dream Rose went poof in the same way. Um, and we were like, "Did Dream Cells do that?" Uh, I guess they just do that now. When it's convenient, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, the ring, the 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 ring that John had uh, falls to the river below. Um, and John, real uh, not real John, because these are the same physicality. Uh, original John wakes up uh to be pestered by Vriska. Um, uh, a dejected dad is offered a flask by Mom Melanda. I feel so bad for Dad here. The way he slouched uh, over just hurts. It's heartbreaking. It really is. <clears throat> um, uh, but but yeah. Um, so we get the we get the first Vriska and John pester log, which kind of comes out the gates and jumps us with something that we've been dancing around for months now. Yeah. We get You do it. We get the <laughs> the June drop. Um mm -hmm. listeners, if 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 you haven't been aware, if you're if, if you're not a part of like modern Homestuck fandom and modern Homestuck, I don't want to use discourse, but there is some discourse around it. Um the Homestuck Twitter account replies whenever they post anything about Homestuck 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. How do. How do I word this? Okay. So. Late. Late last year. Around like August. Um. Just after the Homestuck epilogues. Hussey went on this. This little. Adventure. As E-Boy Hussey on Instagram. <laughs> In, he went to BTS concerts. He went to BTS concerts. He dressed as an e-boy. It was very interesting and also really funny. <laughs> but <laughs> he's like forty years old. Yeah, it's so it's so funny. But he he hid Toblerones, which which are critical to Homestuck. Everyone loves Toblerones. They're pretty good. They, they are pretty good. Um, shout out Toblerone. Um, but the the whole thing about these Toblerones is if you found one. You could wish for anything you want, and Hussey would grant it. And one of the first few people who found one of the first few Toblerones uh, wished for June Egbert to be canon. And June Egbert is an interpretation of John, uh, who is who is trans femme, and it, it, it's been it's it's been an interpretation that cropped up. In the past few years, I, I'm not too sure how long the interpretation has been around, but there there are certain aspects of of John's character which people see as being a trans femme narrative, and Hussey jumped in at this person's request and made a tweet and was like, "Your wish is granted. It'll be done." And mm -hmm. we're 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 still waiting to this day for for the outcome of this being quote unquote made canon, <coughs> but. We we've really been dancing around it, and we we we're, we're we're aware of it. I'm, I'm we've I'm, talked I'm, off air about when we're gonna like address it for a long time, for, for like a couple times already. Yeah, it's it's a really weird thing to like talk about when you're talking about Homestuck proper and like doing a read along podcast mm -hmm. 
which is kind of intended for people who haven't been in Homestuck for a while. So or who have not been in it at all. Yeah. So we we really didn't know like when to bring it up, when to talk about, it, but this this really feels like the most natural point. The comic like jumped us and was like, "Hey, this is the this is one of the things everyone like points to." Yeah, like, this is probably the source of uh, June as a name, even. Yeah. Uh, so figured it was probably a good time to address it. Uh, but yeah, we're we're aware of it. Yeah, something else about about this this pester log, which I don't know if you were aware of, but but also uh. One of the things that that like goes into the the June Egbert is canon evidence is Vriska was also canonized as transfem, which has been an even longer lasting interpretation of Vriska's character. And one of the things that Vriska says in this pester log is, "You and I actually have some things in common, but you couldn't possibly understand why yet." That did jump out at me pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh. Um. So yeah, we're aware of it. We're we're not like being insensitive. We're we're not trying to be insensitive by referring to John as John and not June, because it's I don't know how to word this. I I don't know how to word it either. So like I, I kind of passed it off to you because like you are I think more equipped to talk about this. Yeah, kind of thing I'm than I'm I the gender person here. Um, or, or the gender. I, I just listen to here. what people say and I'm like I nod and I'm like that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess in so many words, like, um, one, it's a lot easier for our purposes if we kind of just go along with the narrative as it develops. Yeah. Um, and two, this is Homestuck 1, which is a, with all respects, uh, a different body of fiction. Yeah. Than things that come after yeah. it. And it's like, it's really weird for me because, like, I'm an avid June Egbert believer, and... Like when when I, when I talk about Egbert, when it, in regards to like Homestuck, yeah, the Egbert human <laughs> in regards to like Homestuck squared and other like extra canonical content, I do say June, but it's like yeah, like you said, but for our purposes, it's it's easier and more digestible, I guess, for yeah. our 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 listeners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's out there. She exists somewhere. You can you can ignore it. You can be you can be supportive. Of it. Well, just don't be weird about it. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be weird. Um, like <laughs> I I know plenty of people really do not like the direction that the Homestuck content took after the the comic proper ended. Yeah. Uh which I mean, it's fine not to like things. Just you know, don't be an asshole about it. Um, I I have a very like neutral position on uh like gender interpretations for characters. I'm like, sure, like that's great. Like you can do whatever you want. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like it doesn't bother me because I'm normal and I'm an adult. Uh, oh. and I'm not gonna get. Uh, listen, don't use the word normal. Kind of guy to th- I'm not gonna be the kind of guy who throws a fucking shit fit, uh, because Teen Titans Go exists, okay, right? Okay, there we go. And I kind of have the same perspective as on that is like uh, anything coming after Homestuck. Not the perspective that it's gonna be as bad as Teen Titans Go, but that it's a different thing, and it might not be made for me, and I don't have to be mad about it. Yeah. I guess that's my spiel. 
Um, but yeah, so we the important thing is that we know about it. Um, we are not uh, by continuing to refer to John and Homestuck One as John, we are not uh, trying to make a statement against the concept of a trans feminine John. Yeah. Um, and don't read it like that. Yeah. Because uh, if you read it like that and you read this as like us agreeing with you about your weird Homestuck Two hate or whatever, then like grow up. Yeah. I'm not your friend. And like I said. I, I'm a supporter of, of the reading of June. If, if you're interested, listeners, ask me about my thoughts on June vs. Resi as the best ship in Homestuck. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think everyone who follows you on Twitter already knows that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so there's that. I believe we can move on? Yes. Okay. We got that out of the way. Finally. It feels, feels good to get that out of the way. Uh, 22 episodes in. Um, but, okay, um, yeah, so, all of that aside, uh, I find all of the early John Riska interactions to be fucking weird as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, first off, like, Riska has, I, I mean, she couldn't possibly know what she just did, but she basically just, uh, broke up the most emotional moment the Egbert family has probably ever had. Uh, to start haranguing John into doing things that he already was going to do. Yeah. Um, I guess it's different, it might be different for the trolls because they can see the timeline, so they, like, she would know that, like, I, I don't know. The way she blows up about it, like, and how it would happen, regardless of her influence or not, is like, then why are you being an asshole? Please. Um, and I know it's, uh, kind of a necessary evil because this character dynamic becomes, like, really important and really good, uh, eventually, but here at the beginning, it's a bit of a, it's a bit painful. Yeah. Um, with, with these early Vriska John moments, uh, the, the way I'm reading it is Vriska, like, once again going after this, this idea of her being the most important person, and she's, like, trying to set herself up with, like, basically a blank slate so that she can more easily be the most important person. Yeah. Because she she's she's fresh out of this session where she was basically surrounded by people who hate her. And th- there are some... She, she alludes to that, like, in, in one of the conversations with John. But... See, let's do it, uh, I think it right here... Or, wait, no. Um... No, okay, never mind. But, yeah. Cause, cause she, she, she says, uh, see John, you need me to advance just by saying what he's going to do because she can see what he's going to do. Yeah. It's, it's, she's just kind of like putting herself in this scenario where she will always be right because she Mm -hmm. has like this, like kind of a, like impossible to break loop of. I can see what you're doing, so I'm going to tell you what you're going to do so that you can do it. She really, like, forces herself in here yeah. uh, to be useful. Yeah. Um, and and poor little John, poor poor naive John, just keeps running with it. <laughs> John is too nice uh, for this comic, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, like the, the, like, the example of what happens here is, like, it, it, to get his copy of the game so we can get Jade in the game, 
he just had to wait around for a few minutes for the for it to pop out of the uh postal thingy. I forget what it's called. Um, but but if if Frisk could just let him sleep, uh, would have happened anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so John does get his copy of the Suburb Beta finally at finally. long last. Two thousand six hundred and fifty-five pages later, John has both has the Suburb Beta server. We did it. Um, Homestuck complete. We fucking finally did it. Um. I mi- I miss John so much. Yeah. Uh, he's too. He's so much sweeter than any of the trolls are. Uh, you, you can say having a back's a breath of fresh air. Ah! <laughs> 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 um, you get like a air raid siren or uh, like an alarm or like no air horns. You need air horns on your soundboard. Uh, what um, was the closest thing to it? Um, 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 um. Like me. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, sp- speaking of Jade, um, we, we, we cut back to her uh, after her, her tragic fall at the end of Act 4, uh, at which point Beck just teleports her, her bed to underneath her and she, she falls asleep again. Um, so Jade, Jade's fine. That, uh, the, the cutaway to Jade just feels like people were just consistently asking if Jade was okay and Hussey just handed over this these two panels to like yeah. show that she's fine because <laughs> it just immediately jumps it's really, away it's really funny how jade was like left hanging uh in extremely literal sense for a, a good 500 pages and then it just comes back and she just has a very anticlimactic landing safe landing uh, yeah and then she just goes back to sleep yeah just go- <laughs> a, a normal sleep because she has no dream self anymore yeah, that that does bring into question what happens when someone who had a dream self that died goes to sleep. I think they just go to sleep. Um, <laughs> we'll find <laughs> well, we'll find I, that out <laughs> in a, some some amount of time. I know it's answered. Well, we'll see. Um, it, so sweeping out more things after uh, descend, uh, we cut back to WV who is. Uh, standing in a river, uh, filled with the blood of his fallen comrades, um, which sucks. Pain. Uh, <laughs> this is sad, Stuck. Um, he's, he's upset at his own hubris, uh, and, and has, has, has learned a valuable lesson, or maybe not, uh, because he has a very short attention span and he's been distracted by, was presumably the ring that has fallen into the river. <laughs> Great, I love love so, WV. Yes, so, so I remember us saying like at the end of Act Four, uh, like it being like a cliffhanger, like how does the ring get from John to WV? Uh, wrapped up within the first like yeah. twenty pages. Um, we go back uh to more of the more of one of the meats of this reading, which is more uh more John talking to Briska. Um. So let's see. Uh, we, we they talk about um kind of their their different sessions. Um, I think it's a very it's a really funny uh note by Vriska that Carcat like neglected his sleep so much over the course of their six hundred hour campaign 
that he did not even wake up on the moon on a his dream self didn't even wake up until after they finished the game. It's really in character for Carcat. It's good. Yes. Um, John calling him Carcat beep beep meow is like. <laughs> I still say, I miss this character so much. <laughs> I I still say beep beep meow after saying carcat sometimes. It's so funny. Um Ruska uh brings up um them both being prospect dreamers uh and and tries to bond with him over this. Um John is kind of like, "Well, I woke up and everything was kind of fucked immediately, so <laughs> uh Ruska kind of gives a little bit more of, like, a lore behind the scenes about, you know, Prospect Dreamers making the way to the battlefield through ways that are uh, not quite exactly how it happened with John. Yeah. but There's that. Um, they talk about uh, Ruska uh, fa- fails to understand the concept of a dad, um, which feels, feels kind of bad. Um, the, the little bit of insensitivity, uh, or, like, not even intentional, but, like, uh, Vriska, like, kind of downplaying the role that Dad has, uh, in terms of Troll Society, feels bad for John. Yeah. Uh, considering, considering everything. Yeah. Um, John kind of mentally jumps through all the hoops of ectobiology, uh, and kind of spells out to the to the readers in a very in very relatively simple to understand terms of like uh um grandpa and nana being basically his biological parents um that making dad like his half brother is very weird to him very weird to me as well yeah i (laughs) i i wrote in my notes i was like uh john explains why prospect cest is bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 basically he really does lay it out but people don't um, listen there, there is a conversation to be had uh but at the end of the day it's still a bad ship and i don't want to have the conversation so whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> um something kind of a thread that's been going through here uh with Riska and john's conversations is uh like Riska, like, is, is Terezi. Yeah. Um, and how, when when John brings up uh, Ter- that Terezi was helping him, or, well, killed him once and then started genuinely helping him, that kind of sets Riska off a little bit, because um, obviously that is still a sore spot for her. Yeah. And she starts to view it as, like, a competition of who can be more helpful at this point. <laughs> uh, which is, is, is entertaining. Um, and it is a, I guess a, uh, uh, a reminder to us, the readers, that the, or a peek behind the curtain, that the, uh, Riska Terezi tension was not resolved over the course of their campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to make up already. It's getting old. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, they talk about the, the doomed session, um, and Riska being like, well, I mean, you're going to lose, but we can have some fun along the way. Which I guess is a, it's a good outlook. Um, John is finally enlightened to the purpose of Suburb. Um, 
What else? What else? Uh, and also learns that the trolls created uh, the kids' universe. Um, and it kind of ends on a very characteristically John moment of him being like, well, I don't really believe you guys that we're doomed, so I'm going to keep going because I don't know any other way to keep going. Which I think is kind of the defining... One of the defining traits of John's character. Yeah, definitely. It's also a, it's also a very good one. It's a very healthy one to have in a story like this, where everything is so apocalyptic all the time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where are we going? John makes it home. Yay! Yay! We see we see John's house for the first time in like a while. A long time. It feels like it's been ages. <laughs> I love that John is like so beyond these the imps at this point that he just is, like yells at them to get out because it's I it's probably just less of a pain than having to kill them again. Yeah, it's good. Um, his his room is a is a shadow of 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 his former self. Uh, everything is fucked. His gaming PC has been hurled out the window and it spilled its guts. Uh, heartbreaking sight. Um, his his posters are ripped up. The Conair poster is just completely unsalvageable. Feels really bad. Pain. This entire reading is just pain on all fronts. <laughs> yeah. Um. This this pester log, uh, where they're talking about movies, um, was where like I first wrote down on my notes. Like, man, Risco's treatment of John is really weird. Um. The. But I guess not not like specifically here, but like it started to kind of wear on me a little bit. Um, uh, Windows, why, I didn't hit that. Um, let's see where are we. Uh, so they talk a little bit about um the the like leaving for their session, um, and notably uh, risk like uh, when being asked about like what her life was like before the game, uh, Vriska very hurriedly rushes it along and says, let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then, it's so desperate to change the topic of conversation that she she asks about the, the movie posters. Um, which, I think this is probably the first time anyone in the comic has, like, expressed interest in, has directly enabled John to start talking about his movies. He, he immediately just starts rambling about the plot of Con Air. I love it. It's, I it's love so, it so good. Much. Um, he loves this movie so much. I do too. Uh, but yeah, Heartbreaker is the the link to the, I think the the how do I live scene from the movie is yeah. now a, an unavailable YouTube video. Unfortunate. Which fucking sucks. Update this link. It's the the scene is on YouTube. Yeah. Again. I'm I'm a firm believer that. If Hussey chose to like link to other websites, specifically YouTube, that he should have like just ripped the videos that he was linking to and uploaded it to his own channel, because it it definitely would have like preserved the longevity of Homestuck in general with the yeah with the I links mean like this. I mean, if it was a video that like stayed on, if it was a clip from a movie, uh, that stayed on someone's channel for, like, ten years, it probably would have gotten copyrighted itself anyway. Yeah. But, like, should have at least, should have, like, 
downloaded it and posted it on the server or something at least. Yeah. Come on, hussy. But, yeah. Come on. Come on, Viz Media. Yeah, Viz Media fixed this. this shit. Fucking <laughs> see all them, not hussy from ten years ago. Uh but yeah. This was this was the climactic scene of Con Air for any of those who are not familiar. Um Watch Con Air. Uh, don't just watch the scene at the end. Just watch the whole movie. It's good. Yeah, great movie. I think we've <laughs> talked about it before. Great movie. We've talked about it plenty. <laughs> um, we we going through. Uh, before we keep going with the the, the John of Risk conversation, um, the, f- another update from Fedora Freak, uh, whose family has passed away in in the reckoning. It's so fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucking funny that Gray Slack 66 first inquires about the hat <laughs> and then is like, wait, shit, I'm sorry about your family and your and your professional attire. <laughs> where is Fedora Freak now? There's been a lot of theories about where Fedora Freak is. <laughs> When's the Fedora Freak session? Not soon enough. <laughs> Uh, Home- Homestuck Tutu, if you're listening, that would be a great bonus update content. That that would. Uh, I, I was just thinking that that would be a great bonus update content. If they bring in Fedora Free, if they can do um, uh, Problem Sleuth Two, they can do Fedora Freak Session. Come on. This is your weekly reminder to read Problem Sleuth. I was just told last night to read Problem Sleuth. This is this is your second weekly reminder to read Problem Sleuth. One day, one day I'll get around to it. I know I can read it in a day, but you know what? Some days just aren't r- the right day. One day. Um, unbelievable. The day will come, and then I will <laughs> bust up in the podcast with all sorts of problem sleuth knowledge. <laughs> uh, I look forward to it. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh... <sighs> the comic starts really leaning into the bucket jokes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I can't be too mad at it because I don't know if Hussey could have possibly known what this would lead to, but with the benefit of the knowledge of having been a home, having been involved in Homestuck for the better part of a decade, like, man, I wish it didn't lean into the bucket joke so much. Witnessing, uh, the comic first like leaning into the jokes is so unfortunate it it's so bizarre it's bizarre and it's just like man if if only hussy knew if only there were a way we could have avoided this if only but yeah um Ariska starts freaking out uh cuz john left a there's a bu- there's a bucket leaning on the lying on the floor in his room um uh, when when John is is naturally confused, uh, Riska just dances around the topic and just kind of says, you know, cleaning products are really indecent. <laughs> um, John is again just too sweet uh, for for the comic and indulges her and just throws it out the window. Um, I or, or throws it off the balcony. I, I wrote down John's cultural sensitivity is really funny. Um, and then, like, the comic just says, uh, like, uh, he, he goes, he goes on to, to kick a, a broom out of the hands of one of the imps, uh, another, another cleaning product, 
and notes that being culturally sensitive is really hard work, which I think this is one of the funnier gags in the comic up to this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> that poor imp. That poor imp. Both really funny uh, that John is like immediately so concerned with being culturally sensitive that he starts just removing cleaning products from his vicinity. Um, and like to a degree like the meta humor of Hussey's uh, not quite spotless record with cultural sensitivity. Great. Well, if we can say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the running gags in Problem Sleuth that I am a, a fan one of the edgier gags in Problem Sleuth that I'm a fan of is th- there's a there's a a an ugly multicultural inclusive mural um that keeps showing up in it uh which uh, apparently Hussey later found out after using that as a joke that he lived like two blocks from where that was painted knowing nothing about it <laughs> it promises knowledge um so where uh let's see John John Pester's risk uh Riska. John <laughs> everything's Riska now great this is the comic we are now in. Uh, Riska is now the main character. Um, but John does not pester Riska. John pesters Rose. Uh, so we get to hear from Rose for the first time in a very long time again. Um, and again, I missed her. She's good. Um, he, he's like, hey, you build, build my house. At which point she... Uh, we kind of get reminded of her indifference or kind of her... Uh, how she's over the game, where she's like, "Yeah, well, I mean, I've been doing it when I'm kind of when I when I want to take a break. It's really relaxing. It's really easy. Um, it's not even a problem anymore. We have grist torrent. We have a billion grist. Uh, cause everyone's been grinding. Um, let's see. Uh, John tries to bring her up to speed on things. Uh, but shows she's already up to speed because she's been doing her research. Um. And when John asks for an update, uh, she says that she's basically been doing her part in trying to pick apart the game completely so that they can just fuck it up. Great. So that's a reminder of where Rose is at. Um, I, I think my favorite line from here is when Rose uh, says, Optimism through stalwart skepticism is a defect not everyone is lucky enough to be cursed with. Uh, which is just a, a beautiful line when directed at John. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, of the last four lines that Rose says on this page. To do as much mm-hmm. damage to the game as possible, to rip its stitches and pry answers from the seams. We will snatch purpose from the jaws of futility. Are you ready to wreak some havoc, John? It's, it's a really badass set of lines. Rose rocks. Uh, I, I love I love edgy Rose it, when when she has the, the power level to back it up. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and John just responding with, I don't understand anything, uh, is also, this is the most, this is the most Rose John interaction you will ever see. Uh, but yeah, um, reminded of where Rose is, uh, at which point the perspective actually switches to her and her consorts are fucking terrified of her. The, the turtle just freaking the fuck out in the background of Rose is so funny. There's just something about the editing on on this particular page. It, it's a, it's a great 
it's a great like transition for humor and also just a good establishment of like what Ro- where Rose is in the game right now that her her consorts are terrified of her. Yeah. Like she is fucking it up. She has Casey uh following her around with a little robe and a scarf uh <laughs> holding her wand for her. So I love Rose so much. It's great. Um she she starts like concussive blasting a structure populated by her consorts, uh, and they're just flying everywhere. Understandable why they're terrified of her at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she starts like blasting it, and like I think she's like lifting it out of the out of the water. Uh, when she is interrupted by Kanaya, um, who kind of Kanaya is not her most coherent at this point. Um, it took me a minute to figure out what the hell she's trying to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's kind of she's awkward about bugging her at this moment. Um, she's like, I I don't know when to, when to interrupt you. Um, and uh, Rose Rose recognizes this and she says, "You're rambling again." And Kanaya just wants to say, like, "I read your I read your Game Facts article." Um, which which prompts us to flash back to Kanaya to Kanaya's perspective. Uh, at the point where the trolls begin to, their trolling campaign. Yeah. Um, she starts talking to Karkat, uh, talking about how his speech was really emotional. Um, I hope we get to see the speech. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't remember the speech. I, I really hope we see it at some point. But it'll be really unfortunate if we don't. It sounds like it was quite something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're they're. Can I brings up um the whole trolling campaign and like her involvement in it. Um. It seems like she doesn't want like she first she doesn't want to believe that the kids are responsible for the scratch happening. Yeah, because she like she she has this idea of like what Rose is like from reading the game facts. And to me, it reads like she she really doesn't want to lose that idea of like badass mm-hmm. Rose doing all these badass things. Yeah, yeah. The, the most of the rest of this reading is like the 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 seeds of the um, Rose and Kanaya relationship, which I, I I quite enjoy this. Yeah, um, I think it's a really interesting way to set up this these two characters. Yeah, but yeah, so like Kanaya has this. Uh, hero image she's projected onto Rose that, like, she's very obviously very reticent to give up. Um. And how she doesn't really want to, uh, to engage with the whole trolling thing. Um. It. She, she, she starts talking about, uh, how she doesn't like it when Carcat wants to be disdainful towards them, call them the, the Rose human, the John human. Um and when when prompted to uh to do her job, um she kinda takes it as a cue that she doesn't really have to go about it with as much vitriol as Carcat would prefer. So we so so English. English. So, so 
we start getting walked through uh, Rose and Kanaya's interactions from the start, from Kanaya's perspective, uh, which I think I am really grateful for this, because when it was last explained to us, it was incredibly confusing. Yeah. Um... And I think it's a it's very good to be able to see how these start these conversations started from both characters' perspectives at different points in the comic. I think it's it's good. Thank you, Pussy. Yeah, I think I think um Karkat and Kanaya are like the only two that had a really like nonsensical way of of trolling the humans. Mm-hmm. And in 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 this reading we do we do get like recontextualizations on like why they they trolled the humans that way but yeah but with kanaya it, it, it's like way more helpful <laughs> yes i it's it's yeah she's kanaya is not going into it with the intent with the intent to just uh be an asshole which makes it a lot more readable in my opinion yeah um we kind of the the prankster's gambit kind of makes a return in the form of the the the, the snarky horseshoeometer, um, which is just a bit of a visual device to illustrate who who the conversation is favoring. Yeah. Um, Kanaya and Rose Kanaya and Rose have their first conversation where, because Kanaya has no viewport, she can't tell that that's John at the end of the line, uh, fucking with her. Um. Which is immediately a big letdown to Kanaya because the person that she just talked to is a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the adversary that she that she envisioned. Um they go to the second conversation. Uh or no, before the second conversation, um Kanaya logs in the like opens the viewport exactly when Rose uh falls victim to John's Gushers bucket prank, which immediately, uh, obviously is enormously taboo to Kanaya and freaks her out. Um, I, I love the, uh, I love Kanaya, like, desperately covering, covering her screen. Yeah, um, it's good. It's one of, one of my favorite, uh, like, one of my favorite, uh, Kanaya things in the comic, I think. Gamzy just fucking um, standing there. I hate the way that Gamzee looks here. I don't like the, the the way the blur makes him look. He looks, like, fucked up. He looks like one of those, uh... He looks like a, the Spider-Man popsicle. <laughs> he's, 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 he's too soft. The li- I, I hate it. <laughs> God. I hate blurry Gamzee. Um... Yeah, Kanaya has been owned by random human pranks. Um, we see that Kanaya was behind trying to name Rose Flighty Broad, or or not, whatever. It's a reuse of an old gag. Um, so Kanaya Kanaya at this point is kind of let down. Um, calls Rose the R word. Uh, and decides that uh, her walkthrough is a bunch of bullshit and it's plagiarized. So, Kanaya uh, elects to troll uh, John way in the past. Ghosty Trickster John, previously. Uh, introduces herself in the most straightforward Kanaya way possible, where she just explains uh, she's from another universe and trolling through time, and she would like to uh, t- to talk to them. 
Um, John... John John is a better troll than any of the trolls. He just kind of, like, is good at taking this all in stride. And it, to such a degree that it, that it fucks up whoever he's talking to. Yeah. And then just transitioning it into talking about a Matthew McConaughey movie. It's so good. This I, this conversation I is, like, really pleasant. <laughs> like, I, the energy of it is, like, so nice. Just, yes. Despite the fact that, like, Kanai is not necessarily getting what she's wanting out of the conversation. It's just It's just a good energy going on. Kanai is too Kanai po- is too polite to stop him. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> just the way John reacts to Kanai. Yeah, really good. Uh, twelve-year-old cool. John, twelve-year-old John being like, "Oh, cool." Uh, but yeah, um, Kanai uh copy and paste a bit of her conversation that she had with future John through Rose's account. Um, to try to make sense of it, uh, at which point John, um, is like, oh, <laughs> someone got you good. Uh, Rose hates that movie. Um, so, yeah, uh, and, and John kind of just, uh, dips out of it. Um, he's like, ah, that was funny. Great one. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna block you because I'm busy. Uh, and then he just blocks her and, go- and leaves. The idea of blocking someone because you're busy is really funny. It is incredibly funny. John is too pure. Um, and then, uh, and then he starts getting trolled by, by Vriska for presumably the first time. Uh, and then we, we rapidly cut away. It, it was alluded to in the, in, in the, Vriska Pestalogs proper that um when they talked previously in the past, Vriska tr- threatened to kill him. Yeah. So I'm gonna assume that that's whatever's going on here. Um, let's see. So Kanaya goes back to observing Rose. Um. But she she, she is she's intrigued at this point. Um, so something, something about, uh, something about what she's looking at is really drawing her in. I don't know what. Um, but uh, it, she, as she, as she observes Rose, she has some more conversations with her. She has the second conversation, uh, which is the one that opens with, um, can I talking about how humans just cannot understand time travel? Yeah. Which is a pretty good one. Uh, let's see. Um, and, and this is this is where Kanaya gets hooked here. Uh, she's talking to Rose, the real Rose proper, and she's she she enjoys the verbal sparring. We'll say. Um, they have the third conversation, uh, which is the one where Rose has already kind of started to decide to fuck things up, um, and blows her off pretty hard. Uh, and then the following conversations go pretty much the same. Um, this is the point where Kanaya goes to Dave, uh, to, to get, to, to seek counsel on how to get Rose's attention. Um, it, it, and that leads to the conversation where Kanaya sends her the, 
uh, the conversation with a very stupid girl dot txt, um, which I had uh, when I was a kid, I don't think I ever like looked at this as closely. Um, I I didn't realize how funny the the this was. Um, <laughs> what was your experience with this previously? What the the document? Yeah. When I was a kid, I like never, I didn't look at it this clo- this closely. Um, and so this is like a little like Easter egg for me now. I think. Um, I didn't realize how heavily can I edited it and how uh, I don't want to say like how strong she comes on, but like how how hard she's trying. It com- it completely went over my head to actually like look at the document. You didn't look at it while we were just reading. It? I I'm I'm opening it now and I'm 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 seeing like how much is omitted. Not only is it, is a lot of it omitted, uh, I, knew, I knew this was going to happen, not only uh, is a lot of it omitted, but if you look at uh, Rose's lines, Kanai has added a bunch of them in her own quirk um, to try to make Rose look stupid. Damn it. I I should have opened it. Fuck. Fuck you. Oh, no. No, this is, this is great. Um, uh, like... Can I, this is such a low level attempt at its own from Kanaya, um, that it's like it's hard to tell what her end game is. Um Well yeah. I, I went through all the emissions. Um there I was hoping for something a bit spicier than that what they are, which is mostly just uh references to the timeline, um, and when Kanaya has conversations with whom. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, it's it's a good little detail, um, and I and I like that. Uh, I I like the context it gives to this conversation uh, that we didn't get when it actually happened in the comic. Uh, it's very cute, um, and and Kanaya being really self satisfied with uh, with her efforts here, as as we can see it now. Um, the budding Kanaya Rose relationship is very good. Yeah, it's it's good. Especially knowing future content. It's good to look back on this. <laughs> I mean, I it's I I think I said before that I am a I'm a big Rosemary fan. I think it's a very cute ship. Oh yeah, definitely. Um So this this is this is good food. I enjoy it. <laughs> um but yeah. And finally, uh we get we get them to we get them to finally sync up and start having conversations in a in a normal fashion. Um, can I watch as Rose blow up her second gate? Uh, and they start talking. This is uh, with the the eighth conversation from both of their perspectives. Uh, I want to note that I'm pretty like the picture of Kanaya on twenty seven twenty where she's like wide eyed. I have there are so many edits of this. Oh yeah, there... this was one of the big meme panels. Yeah. Um. Just I don't, I don't anything. I don't know where else to go with that. Uh, but it's it's a funny panel. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just before the reading ends, um, curse you! They they finally get to engage on 
relatively equal terms. At which point Rose is like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start asking the questions here because man, I have a lot of them." Um, and I I I choose to read the 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 beginning one where she says, "Do trolls have names?" Uh, before it cuts away as like, um. Rose knows that Kanaya has a name. Like, Rose knows Kanaya. Um, I'm pretty sure that they've... It's been referenced that they have names. Um, but I, I... I like to read this as, like, Rose trying to get, like, a formal introduction started. Yeah. Um, it's cute. But, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we, we now go back to, uh... Cosby jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it just kind of, I don't know what else, it just kind of fell out of my mouth, but yeah. Um, I, I hate how these are like almost funnier now that everyone knows that Bill Cosby's just a horrible, horrible person. Um, it's, it's funnier, but it's also really unfortunate. It's very edgy. It makes it so much edgier. Um, but, but yeah, uh, John is, John does not know about the Bill Cosby allegations or the Bill Cosby court case, and so he is still infatuated with one of his stupid movie dad crushes. Poor John. (laughs) Um, the line, uh, it is Bill Cosby, he's back in laptop form, is, like, an endless source of humor to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Riska being like, what the fuck are you doing? And John is just, like, so simple. Like, he just so simply states, like, it's Bill Cosby. It's so funny. It's such such a John thing. Yeah. I love John. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, we we have a new Cosby top. He's back in laptop form. Um... So there's there's kind of two things here. There's not a ton of density to these two uh these last two pages. Um but one like it's basically more of Riska like ragging on John to do things he was going to do um and like also questioning him at every turn like what the fuck are you doing? It's like I'm doing what you want me to do. Uh talking about saving Jade um trying to find Nana. Um Another thing is, uh, kind of in the thread of, like, Riska trying to start anew, um, it's a pretty insignificant lie, uh, but when she, she's, like, very particular about, like, okay, you have to make a new outfit before you go, because that's what the timeline says. Oh, and John asks why she says trolls are a very fashion-minded race, which is patently false. Yeah. Um, I, I say this as somebody who, like, had a persistent lying problem for a long time when I was a teenager. But, like, I see Vriska making up a very small lie for a question that would be very not complex to answer as, like, that is a... Like, if you have a problem with lying, like, habitually, that's the kind of thing you do. Yeah. Um... And... I... I kind of read that, and I'm like, I'm going to file this away in the Vriska trying to get a new start folder. Yeah. Uh, where she's trying to get a new start, but she also obviously has... She's not reformed yet. Yeah. Because she definitely, well, almost definitely had a lying problem in the past, like, already. 
Mm-hmm. But I just by nature of all the blue blood shit. Yeah, and I I really do think that like she sees John in particular as like this blank slate for her to just start anew, but also to like just do whatever with. Mm-hmm. Because like the the manipulative vibes are like still there. Like she's very obviously up to something. She still has irons in the fire. Yeah. It's just. For her, John is gonna just be way more easier, easily to do things with, just because he doesn't know anything, and it's like way easier for her to lie about things. And he's a complete pushover. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess it's uh, uh, kind of a minor thing, but like, if, if this contributes to my reading of the character, I'll say. Yeah. Um. And I I think that this new Vriska John dynamic is really interesting. Uh, like, we're now on, we're now at the point in the comic where characters, uh, that Vriska bounces off make Vriska more interesting. Yeah. Um, welcome to the rest of Elmstuck. It's, 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 it's Vriska now. It's, it's gonna be like this forever, so get used to it, or... It's Vriska all the way down. Or, or just stop reading now. <laughs> nah, x 2 is really good. Yeah. At, le- at least <laughs> stick around until the end of... Act five, act two, and then you can drop off like everyone else did, <laughs> like I did. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so that that's that's where we leave off. Um, I I I, I think we could have gone. I really wanted to like, I I, I really like the idea of like leaving on cliffhangers, and if it's not obvious, the cliffhanger for this one is the the command for the next page. I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, Act Five, Act Two, we're in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, the other thing. Um, this is I. You can just read this as as like Riska being a hyperbolic and sarcastic, but like at the end, like John draw like does the lame with eight letter with eight A's, and Riska immediately throws a heart at him. Yeah. Um, you can read that as Riska being dramatic, or you can read it as Riska desperately attaching herself to anybody who thinks that she can stand a chance with in terms of having a positive relationship. Yeah. Either way, uh, it's there. Put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we're in Act 5, Act 1, or Act 2 now. We just finished Act 5, Act 1. Um, I feel like you could have gone with a longer reading, honestly. I, that didn't take that long to get through. I thought about it, but, like, there were a lot of words, so I was like, Let's do some a little bit of a test with the first two episodes for Act Five. I imagine you. I imagine you saw the memo and like your eyes glazed over. Yeah, when 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 I plan the like page readings, I I avoid like looking at the content so that I can like read it with like fresh eyes when I actually mm-hmm. do the reading. Because if 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 I had to be aware of like the content of the next reading, I would have to be like reading an episode ahead and that that wouldn't make any sense um you miss. but but yeah i for the first two episodes i definitely wanted for us to like get a feel for like mm-hmm. what reading an act five act two is going to be like because the next the next reading is like a little bit shorter because surprise surprise the the first walk around is is next reading whoa yeah so i like on the meteor? Yes. 
the, the first one. Yeah, it, okay. it's creeping up on you. The the home. This the... fucking comic is always like there's always another corner that it's lurking around to mug me. Yeah, I it it it, it, it keeps surprising me how early things happen. And I guess it's yeah. because like I read Homestuck so long ago that I have this idea of like it's massive, it's so spread out, it's eight thousand pages, and then it turns out that like yeah, eight thousand pages is long, but it's not that long, so things end up being like more scrunched together than I remember. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it's spread out, then obviously things are going to be spread out towards the beginning too. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, so, so what are we reading next week? We are going to read to page twenty eight oh two. Which is like seventy-ish, seventy, yeah, seventy-five-ish pages. Okay. Which it's more words. I I, I don't know what's in the words, but at, at, there's a walk around flash. There's a walk around flash, which we might get hyped. We, we might talk about that for for a while. Yeah, I am sure there is a, that has a pretty high word count, and also they're cool, and I like them, so I would want to talk about them. Yeah, because it's not like the the. The, the proto walkarounds that we've already experienced where you're just playing as John you get to you get to play as multiple characters and there are multiple dialogues for depending on the character you're playing as so yeah uh ah, what's another oh um Chrome is ending support for Flash by the end of 2020 are you scared about that I don't know I am. <laughs> I don't know what ending support entails. Like, if support ends, does that mean if I go to the to a website that needs Flash, that Chrome will just be like, no? I I, I don't know. I, I've like tried to look around, and but it, 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 the only thing I can find is just like basically Chrome's little ominous message that says like Flash Player will not be supported. You will not be able to use Flash Player after 2020. Um. I don't know. I'm hoping that Firefox keeps it around, and I'm... What I'm really just hopeful for is that uh, there's going to be some way to, uh, like, install, like, a bootleg Flash player or whatever yeah. to play this stuff. Um, Hopefully, Viz Media do not just get rid of the Flashes. People, Those are good. Keep them. But, yeah. um, I'm a little bit scared. I, I'm, I'm scared as well. It's, like, one of the big problems with, like, technology in general as we progress forward things become defunct and nobody wants to continue the support even though in a lot of situations it's like critical for like preservation particularly partic- vital <laughs> particularly with with one of the most i'm gonna say it the most important webcomic in history relying yeah. entirely on flash <laughs> it's scary yeah vg cats had a couple uh pages of music didn't it huh I that I was I was making a joke like VG Cats was the most important webcomic in history, uh, but it just didn't land. What the fuck VG is Cats VG sucks. Cats? You not you don't know VG Cats? I might know. Hold on. It, well, if you look it up now, then you see that the guy who uh, who who made it just has like a Patreon where just makes a bunch of porn of the characters uh, now. Oh, I I I I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that would have been a lot funnier if 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 the joke landed and you had laughed. Um, but whatever, it's okay. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! I should get an applause <laughs> button. I should get an applause button on, on my soundboard. Oh, uh, just to make me feel bad. <laughs> Anytime you make a mistake, I just press the applause button. <laughs> Please don't. That, that, is, that is how you bully a co-host out of a podcast. Hold on. 
Oh god. What is this button? It's just, it's just labeled eat. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alright, pretty good. I, I, have a bu- many- I have a bunch of buttons on here that are just randomly labeled. Like, I have clonk, which is, which is obviously... Uh, and then I have uh-oh and then stinky on two separate buttons. Um, and then I have the yeah 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 and the womp 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 and I have eat open close sans first note of megalovania and then that's all of the buttons I have. We need to get some more in there. Uh, gonna be doing some brainstorming in the admin chat uh, about this in the future, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, discontinue the soundboard immediately next episode. <laughs> Any closing thoughts on the reading? Um, it's good. I'm I'm excited to have the trolls and the humans interacting more. It's it's I'm I'm glad that we're finally here to like kind of what I'm used to. We have all the characters in uh active. Yeah. The pieces are in play. Yeah. Lots to look forward to. I'm I'm excited for Act uh, 5. I Act know two. I talked a l- I'm sorry. No, you're good. I asked you to your first thoughts and then I started talking over you. I'm an asshole. Uh, I, I know I talked a lot about, like, getting troll fatigue at the end of Hive Ben, etc., but, like, it is so, it, it is just so, I did not realize how much I missed, uh, John and Rose, yeah. and I am now waiting on Jade and Dave to make the return, because I love these characters so much. Yeah, and, like, yeah, the troll fatigue, it, like, starts setting in, but with Act 5, Act 2, the trolls get utilized way differently than how they were previously. Mm-hmm. They're kind of no longer obligated to be there. Yeah. Because, like, Act 5, Act 1 gives you so much screen time for, like, Aridin, for Fairy, uh, and, like, not a ton of screen time that will end up... The, the screen time is oddly distributed, given the... We, we've talked about this, yeah. but yeah. yeah. There, uh, there, there's, a, there's a point now, and it's not just an obligation for characters to be on screen just to fill out a roster. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I feel, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better about this than I did at the end of Hive Bent. Uh, it's, it's good to be back in the, in the real meat of it. Um, I, I'm surprised at how quickly it just starts, like, now that we're here, just, it, is it like, okay, we're going to now very blatantly just set up uh the the most important troll human relationships. Yeah. Um I I am expecting some Carcat talking to uh Dave and Jade at some point soon in the future because those are also pretty important. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh I, I'm feeling feeling pretty positive at uh, at this point. Yeah. I mean we gotta get used to being in Act Five, Act Two, because we're gonna be here for well over well, a thousand pages. So. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Well, you know what? At the time being, I'm not complaining. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that that covers it. Yep. Um, I I don't have anything that I want to blabber about. Um. So, unless you have anything else randomly to bring up uh, to derail us for another ten minutes, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can take it to the close. I th- I think we're good. All right, awesome. Um, I uh, listeners, you have been 
You've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I'm Aiden. I'm John. Um, catch us back next week when we read uh, to page 2802. Um, I, hopefully I will have remembered to do some research on Form Spring and we can bring some of that up at the start of the next episode. Um, I want to give a giant shout out to all of our listeners uh, for sticking with us. Um, uh, and, and any listeners who may have hot takes on our June acknowledgement this episode, um, don't start shit. I don't have. I'm an adult. I pay taxes. I don't care. Um, I, I, but to all of, to all of you who plan to be normal, um, thank you for sticking around. I will. I will. Uh, I will happily discourse with people on on my Twitter. I'll make up. I don't have the energy. I'll make a don't designated post that says, "If you want to argue with me, here's the place," and then you can argue at with them. Me. Do that. Do that. Um, I yeah, I'm too employed to get in arguments about <laughs> uh, children's cartoons. Um, regardless, uh, <laughs> children's. Thank cartoons? you to all listeners. It's I mean it's a comic. Okay, children's comics. I read this when I was I read this when I was 13. It could be for kids. I don't care. Um. Or I derailed on my closing, uh, cause I have to be an asshole. <laughs> um, thank you listeners, uh, shout followers, uh, huge thank you again to Alex, uh, for making this possible, um, my best guy I've ever known, um, and see you next week. Farewell. Carcalicious definition makes the shippers crazy. Nipet is always squealing cutesy pet names like Carkitty. I'm the K to the A, R, K, the A, the T, and the majority of pairings had better include me. I'm Carcalicious. So delicious. My body stays vicious. All the high bloods feeling nervous because I'm doing some fitness. Zahawk's my witness. Bet that ship curls Nipet's tail and he'll be needing all the towels because I'm a making Four, sweat three, pale. So Delicious. Super sweet, so delicious. Fucking adorable, bloodthirsty, so delicious. Even Egbert wants a piece of me. I'm car delicious. Now you nook suckers, hold the fuck up.